Hello, it's the real me. Hey, y'all. And Happy New Year. I uh, haven't seen you since last year, or heard from you since last year. And it's really having a hard time that it's only four days away from New Year's, Eve, or New Year's Day. And it seems like it's been months away, and that I haven't been here for months. So hopefully you miss me as much as I missed you. So we got lots to talk about, always and always, in the, in the pet world. So hopefully you'll be calling in today with your uh, unique questions, and so I can help you out. And Carly, how did your holidays go? Santa was good to you? Yes, he oh, was good. amazing. Oh, that's good, good. Yeah. This year, my uh, apparently all my friends decided it should have been a chicken theme. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I've got How to Speak Chicken book. It was oh, really interesting. Okay. My girlfriend, uh, Deb, got me some high-top socks that look like they're black but have a chicken leg in the front. Oh, yeah. So it looks like you're, you know, you got chicken legs, you know, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my other girlfriends, uh, they got me some chicken earrings, a chicken glass. It says Mama Chicken. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was so funny. It says some of these gals, they don't talk to each other. They don't know, you know, because I have a variety of friends and they don't all know, know of each other that much. Right. And anyway, so yeah, it was just so funny that three of the, what do you want to call it, clutches? <laughs> uh, decided that today, this year, should be a chicken. And so. It's very fun. Uh, lots of chicken stuff. And so, and then my one girlfriend made me some, you know, you make suet for the birds. Yeah. Apparently there's natural stuff you can create for chickens. It's oh. a brick that looks like suet. And it, uh, and boy, the girls loved it. So that was good. And uh, so, yeah, so it was, it was, Santa was good. And then um, for my husband, I asked for 12 bales of shavings, you know, like 12 bales of Christmas. Yeah. And then uh, a, a, a big ba- a bag of mealworms. They're, you know, freeze dried or yeah, dried, you know, yeah. type they're not real. Or they're real, but they're not living, I should say. <laughs> but anyway, and so he got me the biggest bag of mealworms I ever seen, five pounds worth, because the girls, oh my, goodness. The, my ladies just love the mealworms. It's good protein for them. So it's pretty good. So it was, yeah, it was, it was fun. And, uh, uh, but yeah, so chicken Christmas, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I got fantastic family and friends. It was, it's really, really cool. And with the new year, folks, I'm hoping that you can help me out. Is that, you know, send me, email me, uh, send an email to me um, at mytalk1071.com. Go to my Katie K9 show page. And while you're there, you can check out my podcast. Uh, as far as all the past shows and such, and then my website and my Facebook, you can get it. Hey, oh, and you ready for this for the Facebook? Yeah. I just need five more likes, and guess what? What? I hit 5,000 likes. Oh, my goodness. 5,000. That's amazing. Oh, amazing is an understatement. So I was just like, I'm just sitting there going, hey, it's gone up three since Today's Sunday, right? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. usually when I post something that goes, I, I don't call viral, I would say, you know, when like there's a gazillion, you know, there's a gazillion comments and stuff like that, that's when my like page goes up. But, you know, with the holidays and such like that, I just figured that, you know, it's going to be a little bit slower. So, but five more likes and I got 5,000 on my page, Facebook. So if you, if you feel inclined, check out my Facebook page for Katie K9. Just go to mytalk1071.com, go to the Katie K9 show page. Also, too, don't forget we need to 
pet of the month. Okay, a pet of the month for Pet Cremation of Minnesota. Uh, so you can go while you're there. You can see the link there, and so in, enter your pet to be uh, for Pet of the Month. You get some free prizes from Nutrisource, and it's uh, it's just really uh, it's fun to see who won. I haven't checked yet to see who won December. So so please enter your pet. That would be great because it's some nice prizes from Nutrisource. Of course, treats and food would be involved, and your pet can be either with us or it could be a pet you know a, a pet that you lost. So it's whatever you want, and a pet means not just a dog. It can be a cat, could be a guana, whatever type thing. Just go and post it on that. So and you can find it on my talk 1071com the Katie K9 show page. Okay, like I said, and I remember all the shows are podcasts. So please check that out because there's always good fun things you know to relearn or if you forgot about or whatever type things. So anyway, and then hopefully the phones will work good today, so that would all be good. But um, but back to that, send me an email on things that you want me to either talk about as far as, you know, pet-wise, not husband, wife, or kids, okay? But, you know, things that you, you're thinking about that either about your cat, your dog, or whatever type of thing, things that you want to know more in detail about, you know, something, whether it be a... Uh, a remedy, it'd be foods, it'd be just something you heard or whatever. So, so check that, do that. And then we're going to talk a little bit about today for all the puppies <laughs> that became Christmas presents. What did it next? So we're going to talk a little bit about you guys getting a new puppy. And then let's see what else we got. And also on my Facebook page, uh, check out the Go Natural Pet Expo event. You can check that out if you want to become a vendor for that. Or if you want to, are you going to attend to it? Oh, and then plus I'm looking for a lot of volunteers to help me out. So I'm just making the list of what I need for volunteers to do. So anyway, so I'm putting on that Go Pet Go Natural Pet Expo.com. So check that out. Uh, that's going to be very exciting. Exciting, I think. I mean, all, that's what we get a lot of questions about. You know, a lot of times people have are conventional is not working, so they're looking for you know more natural remedies. And this, so now I decided, you know what, I'm putting it all under one roof, and that's why it's going to be at the Washington County Fairgrounds. And hopefully, it's, it's not just for people in Washington County. I'm hoping to get you know vendors from all over. That, but this is where they're you know going to put them all, everybody together, vendors from all over, and people from all over. And with all the ice, you know, the melt, the warm up, the trees, the warm up, the freeze. There's a lot of ice out there, so I'm going to remind you folks chicken grit number two chicken grit number two okay there's different the higher the number the chicken grit the bigger the grit is and the number two grit we use for chickens for baby chicks to get their gizzard going so they can digest their food better there is giz chicken grit number two is the same as traction grit but unfortunately when they call it traction grit, they charge you more, <laughs> all right? But if you can just go get a, a 50-pound bag of chicken grit number two, usually that'll cost you about seven, eight bucks. Uh, you can get it usually at feed mills, you know, like Cools and Forest Lake, any feed mill, uh, Spikes, um, whatever, just any feed mill uh, is, is uh, most likely to where they sell chicken stuff. You can get it at Wicona Farm and Supply, Wicona Farm and Supply. So there's there's a in Buffalo, uh, in Delano up there. You got spikes up there. You got that in Forest up in uh, Elk River. Uh, there's Hools in Forest Lake, uh, Hugo Feed Mill in Hugo, uh, Hools in Stillwater. They all have chicken grit. And get a bag for the house and get a bag for the car because in case you get stuck. Now remember, a lot of people are still under the belief of using chicken or chicken litter, kitty litter, folks. When kitty litter gets wet. 
it turns into muck, okay? It turns into just, it's clay. So when it gets wet, it becomes clay again. So that's all it is, a dried clay. So that's why chicken grit is actually grit. It's, it comes from granite or from rock. It's chips of it, little teeny tiny slivers of it. And so when it gets wet, it doesn't do anything other than help you get out of wherever you're stuck or keep you upright on the sidewalks and uh, go from there, okay? Uh, let's see what else. Da, 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 da. Oh, one thing I'm looking for too is anybody have ha- have you had stem cell work done on any of your pets? Stem cell. If so, how did it go? And then also, who did it? Because I'm looking for that for the Go Natural Pet Expo. And then also just to talk about it on air. You know, so everybody wants to do surgery, but stem cells becoming huge. And so I want to learn more about it. So if you have been through it yourself with your pets, please uh, give me an email. Call me up at Katie's Canine. And then I guess I'm trying to find somebody that's willing to talk about it, like at the GoNaturalPetExpo.com, okay? All right, so hopefully you got some questions, so give a holler, 651-641-1071. And uh, Carly, hopefully those, the lines are going to work, right? Well, we're praying. Okay, we're keeping yeah. our fingers crossed. Okay, we yeah. still got the new system, folks. Sometimes it, the bugs jump out, right? <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, I may ask you to wait a minute to call back. There you go. There so. you go. Okay. No, that sounds good. So anyway, oh, you know, one other thing too is that, so it was brought up, I saw this on Facebook, not that everything on Facebook is, you know, correct, but it makes a lot of sense. When you're signing documents, not checks, but documents in uh, 2020, put down the whole 2020. Because what was brought to the attention is that somebody could make it a 19, an 1820 document or a 1920 document. Didn't think of that. So that's why they suggest if you're doing documents like uh, buying a home, sign, you know, stuff like that, uh, where you need the date, uh, put, make sure you write out 2020. Okay. You know, I made it to, did you watch the ball drop on New Year's Day? New Year's Eve, I, say. I did. I watched two balls drop. Oh, did you? I watched New York and then I watched, well, technically New Orleans, but, oh, um, okay. and they drop a floor de lis. They oh, don't drop okay. a ball, but a, because a what a floor de lis. And that would be? That's basically, um, so we played the Saints today, right? Yeah. Um, that's like the symbol that's on. Oh, okay. I the see. weird kind of like okay, three yeah. Yeah, things. Yeah, looks like a pitchfork. Yeah, yeah kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah, but so they dropped that, um, mm, and yeah. I watched that. Because that's like central time zone. So, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I made it to the ball drop, and then it was morning. <laughs> Having that Sweet. Back. We played games until about 10 30. Everybody left, came about six. We had soup and some munchies in that. And then there was eight of us, and then we played a couple cool games. And then at 10 30, everybody left. So then I dinged around and watched the ball drop. And apparently, I went to sleep. Anyway, okay, so give a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. All right, would you rather, ready? Would you rather have to drink only hot drinks all summer long or eat only cold foods all winter long? Which one would it be? We'll be back. Hello, you're back. I'm back. I'm back. I appreciate you sharing your Sunday afternoon with me greatly. We had two red tail hawks today that were, we have huge uh, red tails. And they were, two of them were ganging up on a squirrel in a tree trying to get it. We, I, I, it was, it was a quite a while, and I don't know if they got it or not. But boy, they are putting a good effort into it. <laughs> okay, would you rather ha- have to drink only hot drinks all summer long, or eat only cold food all winter long? Which would you prefer, there, Carly? Okay, um, hold on, say that again. Drink hot, only hot drinks all summer long. Okay, or only cold foods all winter long. Um. 
I would do hot drinks. Okay, and do you have a reasoning for that? Yeah, because it doesn't say that you have to drink it right away. <laughs> so you can let it cool off. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. So, See, yeah. I hate hot drinks. I, I you know, like cocoa. It's like lukewarm, warm, hot cocoa, you know, type thing. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I eat only cold foods all winter long. I could deal with that. I really could. So, because like I say, but you are right. I didn't think of that. Is that, you know, even though the, but what only hot drinks all summer long that... I think they really mean that you have to drink it hot. I could do that though. <laughs> okay, my mom was uh, my mom was a, such a coffee drinker that it could be a hundred degrees in the shade, ninety five percent humidity, and she'll ask you for a cup of coffee. And I'm like, Mom, really? You don't want some icy? Nope. I'll have some coffee. It's like, alrighty then. Okay, once again, you got a question? Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up to bat? Okay, we're going to talk to Diane, and Diane has a question about her dog that is recently pooping in the kennel. Oh, pooping in the kennel. Okay. Hi, Diane. How you doing? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Oh, I might have to reboot the phone system again. Try again. Okay. Hi, Diane. Are you there? All right, hold on. We will reboot. We're going to reboot the reboot the system. It happens. I don't know why this happens. It always is like at the beginning of every show since we've had the new system that we had to have people hang up and call back so we could reboot the system. So please bear with us. It's nothing. It's out of our control. It's a part of the new systems that uh, we, and we have no idea why it happens. But anyway, okay, so uh, let's see. Let's start digging up. Okay, you got a new puppy for Christmas? Okay, first of all, where is the puppy sleeping? Okay, the puppy should be sleeping in a kennel next to your bed in your bedroom. If you got a pup that's about eight weeks old till they're about five months old, because it's part of the bonding system, all right? Also, too, by, uh, so by having them in there, they're, they're listening to your sounds and your breathing, your smells and such like that. Believe it or not, no words are being said, but a lot is being learned and absorbed by the puppy. Plus, if you put the kennel next to the uh, bed, and if the puppy starts to, you know, whine, you can just gently tap the kennel. Ah, uh -uh, quiet. Now, when you get a puppy uh, under, let's say, from under four months old, technically they will wake up. If they go to bed at ten, they'll wake up between one, two, and five and six to go out and go potty. And if you take them out to go potty, don't say, don't wake wake yourself up. Take them out and just stay, say your word. Go potty, go potty, and then when they go potty, good potty. Bring them back in. Don't be petting them, hugging them, giving them any food or anything like that you just go zombieing back to the bedroom put them back in the kennel and go back to sleep all right usually when the dog is about five months old they can make it all the way through the night from 10 to like five six now remember puppies don't know weekends so you're gonna have to wake up at the same time then go have them go potty then maybe you can go back to bed put them back in the kennel up to yourself all right also too the pups like the all plastic type kennels better for the fact that it is, uh, the dogs, remember dogs are denning animals. They want to have their back covered. The all wire kennels, many personality of dogs feel like the world is going to get to them. And so they feel very insecure in it. Now, a lot of people go and put a blanket over it. Guess what, folks? They're going to pull it through and eat it. And hopefully it doesn't cause a blockage, right? But if you do want the all wire kennel, then put, literally build a box around it so that it only, only the front part is showing. Now the dog feels safe and secure in his kennel, all right? But otherwise, just the, the, the plastic ones. And then what you can do is buy the size 
that the dog is going to grow to, but then you can stuff a box in there or a uh, put a board in there, like drill it into the side, you know, and put it in the center and then go uh, from the sides to hold it up. So then as a pup grows, you can make the kennel bigger if you want to do it that way, if you don't want to ding around with getting different kennels of different sizes. But there should be one kennel in the bedroom. That's where they're going to sleep. And then one kennel downstairs. And it's up to you if you want to keep dragging it back and forth. But otherwise, uh, and then the one downstairs is going to be kind of centrally located. Don't put it in the back 40. Uh, the dogs, what they object to is being away from you, okay? They, they go through quite a bit of trauma. Uh, whereas, first of all, they, um, they get weaned from the mom. Okay, they got to eat, real, uh, you know, food instead of milk. Okay, then all of a sudden now they're going to lose their mom, their litter mates. Okay, now here they're in a new home. Who are you? Where am I at? All of a sudden they're getting vetted and vaccinations. And so the stress factor is huge here. And so that's why what you got to do is, uh, you know, be calm, all right? And then, like I say, have them use those candles uh, every once in a while. Puppies sleep more than they're awake from eight months or eight weeks to about four months. And they don't sleep as much but make sure they get a crabby puppy is a tired puppy all right so and also to enroll in a puppy class now my puppy classes are for pups that are 12 weeks to five months and the reason is because sometimes between eight and ten weeks sometimes they can go through a major fear stage and they get scared during that time what can happen is that it can go backwards instead of forwards and then and by puppy classes yes the first 10 minutes or so we turn them all loose according to personality the wild wild ones get you know their time and then the uh, the kind of shy shyer you know laid back ones get their time you know we match the personalities up i don't want the shy ones to get overwhelmed by the wah factors okay but then we have my puppy classes we learn you know heel sit down stay come uh jumping nipping digging chewing uh barking the whole thing is that just give you the tools so you can shape for the behavior that you want and that's very important to start early with shaping for the behavior but remember Remember, it's not me, master, you dog. You know, you ask for a sit, the dog doesn't sit, then we place him in the sit. Remember, I do not use treats, all right? I do not use treats. I use verbal praise and physical praise. Uh, and then when my puppy classes start again, if you're welcome to come and sit in and watch and just see if you, this is what you want. Uh, but I know a lot of the other puppy classes is basically it's all it is is social, which they do need. Yes, they do need that. But they all you need to be um, so that you need to be worked with. So you know what to do when the puppy does this, 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 and that. All right. So that at home you're shaping for manners that you want instead of all of a sudden the dog has been puppy has been doing what it wants for six months and now you got to try to you know shape his behavior so the whole thing that that's a tough one all right so that's the first thing now is that where's your dog going to sleep okay preferably in your bedroom until at least they're five months old and then then you can work them to wherever you want them in the house uh dogs should stay in a kennel in my book until they're at least two years old when you're gone temporarily here and there throughout the day and then obviously at night until they start becoming trustworthy because they go through so many stages that all of a sudden they let's say they've been really good for two weeks while you're at work and all of a sudden come home and the house is just ransacked and the dog could get sick from uh, or maybe dead from what he digested and you're going to be mad for all the things that you have to repair <laughs> so the kennel is going to be your best friend so get over it it's not a jail <laughs> okay let's move on who's up Okay, we're going to go to Abby. Hopefully this Hopefully. works. And okay. Abby has a question about her dog that's a little enthusiastic when meeting other dogs. All right, enthusiastic dog. All right. Hi, Abby. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How Yay, are you? Yay, it's working. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first one that got through today. That's good. That's We're Wonderful. on a roll. We're on a roll. Okay, what kind of dog do you have? 
Uh, she is a 70-pound Pyrenees Border Collie mix. Oh, lordy. Okay, that's a big dog. Yeah. With a lot yeah, of energy. <laughs> a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Have you had her since a pup, or did you rescue her? No, she was rescued um, about a year and four months ago. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. so now what's the scenario? What's going on? So, um, she is like one of the nicest dogs I've ever met. She's very social. She loves people. She loves kids. She loves being around other dogs, but... When I'm on a walk with her, I have to avoid other dogs because she gets kind of aggressively enthusiastic. It sounds really scary when she barks, and <laughs> she's, she's jumping around. She's trying to get to the other dogs. She, I mean, okay. she's fine when she's with other dogs, but the, the approach is always very scary, I think, for other, other dogs. <laughs> okay. Okay, now when you go for a walk, what do you walk her in? What do I walk her in? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Like you got a training collar, a harness? What do you walk? No, around? just a just regular collar. Okay. When you're going yeah. for a walk, where does she walk? Next to you or stand in front of you? Um, usually in front of me, but I um I do keep her close pretty often. Okay, and then um, uh, but again, yeah. Okay, but then now when you say clo- keeps her keep her close to you, does that tell me then that the the uh, leash is tight? Um, yeah, it does. She's not much of a puller okay, well, unless she like see it, sees another dog or anything. So okay. she's pretty cool with just okay. hanging out next to me. Okay. Uh, see, what you need here is that, um, number one, you need a training collar that she listens to. And number two, okay. when you go for a walk, when you're walking, the hook, sh- her shoulder should be by your left leg. And the hook okay. of the leash should be resting on the back of the dog or alongside the dog. You should not have, you should not even know you have a dog next to you. Because everybody, what they do is they tighten up on the collar and the leash. They're expecting either problems or something, so they want to control their dog. And what they're doing is restraining the dog, and they're sending through that tight leash that you have a problem and that you're worried, so the dog automatically reacts accordingly. They become a little bit more bolder, a little bit more bouncier. Like, mom's got a problem with this. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes, that definitely tends up when we see another dog. Yep, and so what you've got to do is, you number one, relax, and I would strongly suggest uh, like a private lesson or whatever type thing to get mm-hmm. the right training collar on, get you to just relax so yeah. that if the dog, if, let's say she, now you're going for a walk and then she like, she sees another dog and let's say it's maybe a, a hundred feet away. All right. Yeah. He's going to perk up. The head's going to go up. The tail's going to go yeah. up. Okay. And then you're going to go tight. <laughs> right. And yeah. what, that's what can't that's happen. So then what you're going to do is that you're going to have the right training collar on that. You're going to give it a little tap and say, Hey, Hey, just leave it. Uh, 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 leave it. If you have to, you might have to go off the path and redirect, like walk up to a bush and go, what is this? What is this? So what you're after here is so that you relax, the dog gets relaxed, and then with the point of her reacting, at first it might be 100 feet, then all of a sudden now she doesn't react until it's 50 feet, and then it's down to 20 feet, and then pretty soon she's, pretty soon she's going by. Okay. okay. So why don't you okay. hold on and we can talk more about it. Okay. And Okay. So sit tight. We'll be right back. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, you got questions? We got open lines. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. All right. Let's get back to Abby. Abby's got an enthusiastic dog <laughs> when she goes on walks. Okay, Abby, you still with us? Yes, I am. All right, there you go. So if we get you, now I have a manners, please, uh, yes, manners, please class coming up on January eighteenth. Uh, yeah, oh. I don't know. You, you might if you. And what we go over is walking on a leash, you know, jumping, nipping, digging, you know, sure. all, all the things that a lot of people need help with, barking, the whole yeah. kit and caboodle. So you might. It's just a one time, you know, class. It's forty five bucks. It's for an hour and a half. And so okay. you know, you might be interested in that uh, because now, how many pounds is your pupper? 
70. 70, okay, yeah, I remember that. Oh, okay, yeah, because like I said, there's different, you know, different uh, what things that you could do. Some people use the gentle leader. Usually, if you try the gentle leader, if the dog doesn't accept it within about a week, it's not the, yeah. it's not the collar for you. Uh, then otherwise, then you got the pinch collar, and then you got the star mark collar. Those are the, the three collars that I usually use most often. And so, okay. uh, but the whole thing is, is that, you know, whatever collar you use, like uh, like uh, my pinch collar and the star mark collar, I fit so they slide on the, over the head and slide slide off so that when there is when the dog is paying attention that there is no tra- uh, collar pressure whatsoever a lot of okay. trainers fit the collar so they're snug and i don't believe in that when the dog is pay- paying attention and listening there should be that's one of the rewards there is no collar pressure all right and so mm-hmm. that's why we, but the whole thing is we got to work on you because you're signaling it you know through yes. the leash <laughs> and so that's what we've got to do is we've got to get you because if the dog is this friendly with everybody and everything and such like that and he's you know, yeah. creating the ruckus on the road or on the trails is because we got to get you to just kind of settle back and settle mm-hmm. down, and so and get your confidence up. So, so the, and then teach you what needs to be done, so that now all of a sudden you know she's going to look to you and like, hey, I see another dog. What what's going on here? Now, also another thing, and this is a heads up for everybody that goes for walks, you know, with their dogs on paths. Do not let your dog meet every dog that they see because then they think every dog they see they got to get into your face and space and be friends. You want your dog right. to just walk on by all right if people want to pet your dog say you know what we're in we're in training and walk on by don't let your dog meet anybody or dog unless there's going to be future play dates or future visiting dates all right just walk, just say hi and like your dog and move on by okay huh. Okay, because otherwise, like I say, the dog gets to a point where every time he sees another person or a dog on the pot, he anticipates that he's he's revving himself up for. Oh, I'm gonna meet that person. I'm gonna meet that dog. Right. I'm gonna meet that. And so then all of a sudden, it just gets out. But you know, you just want your dog to go. Hey, person. Hey, there's another dog. No big deal. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so check that out. You can go to my katyk9.com uh, page or go to mytalk1071.com and my you can get to my website from there and check out my schedule and see if that'll work Great. for you. Okay, kiddo? Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Yes, please, people, when you're out on a boat, oh, give a holler, 651-641-1071. you got open lines. Doesn't happen very often. I thought it'd be booked with a little bit more because now the Vikings game is done and they're not playing the Packers. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, please, please do call and ask your questions. But anyway, so yeah, but when you're out on a walk, folks, please do not let your dog meet every dog. Just because your dog is friendly doesn't mean the other dog's going to be friendly. And they may start out where there's a nose and there's a sniff, sniff. And the biggest problem that causes most fights is that a lot of dogs want to go to the hardware department, you know, the private area, and linger, sniff too long. And that's what unnerves a lot of dogs and will cause a dog fight. It's one thing to say, you know, hey, nose to nose, and then walk on by. But I won't even allow that because all it takes is one time that, let's say they said hi, and as you're walking by, that other dog lurches out and bites your dog you know why put yourself you don't meet every pe- every time when you go for a walk you don't meet every person when on the pathway you don't go hi my name's katie hi my name's katie hi my name's katie okay i you don't do that and so you a walk should just be a pleasant time with you and your dog whereas you're out walking together you're both getting your exercise and having fun but you're not meeting every person and every dog out there because then like i said earlier to uh diane is that you know then 
the dog revs himself up when he sees another dog and he sees another person. So let's work on manners this year for with uh, for make it a two year. And I don't want to say the word resolution. I hate resolutions. And so that's why let's just say we're going to work on manners, a walking manners. We're going to have a, the correct training uh, training collar at first, so we can get the dog's head, so we can let him know what is right and what is wrong. And then we're going to work on like when we're on paths that we just say, "Hey, we're in training," and you know you can compliment their dog, nice looking dog, and but just walk on by. And so then things will be a lot better, and you're going to calm down more, and so is the dog going to calm down. Because, like I say, even if your dog is really friendly, uh, you know, some people, if they don't approach the dog right, can make your dog nervous. And then all of a sudden, let's say your dog jumps up and a tooth accidentally catches on to their sleeve or their coat or something. All of a sudden, that person can say, hey, your dog bit me. And now all of a sudden you're finding yourself in court because they, that person is taking you because people are pretty so happy nowadays. So don't put, don't set yourself up for problems. Just in people that you know well and, and dogs that you know well. That's what you just want to concentrate on, not strangers. Okay. Okay. Once again, 651-641-1071. Please give a call. Got a cat question? Please give it. Oh, being about that pretty kitty litter. Has any of you guys here? Yes. Do you think you could talk? About the first question that our first caller had, what was Diane, um, she had a question about her dog that was pooping in the kennel. Oh, pooping in the kennel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that. Well, let's. I do mean, that. if you have any ideas, which okay. I'm sure you do, oh, yeah. because you, are, <laughs> after all, are Katie Kane. There you go. There you go. Um, okay, pooping in the kennel. Usually, what happens sometimes is that it could happen with stress when we're getting out of the holidays and things have just been upside down and sideways and, and everything else. And so, usually, what will happen is that um, there could have been a change in food change in environment the dog is stressed out uh it's obviously uh if a young dog maybe got into some food uh that normally isn't that he eats and so then now he has to do do more often compared to what he was uh usually what it also a dog do do's in the kennel that um start feeding him in the kennel where he's going to eat sleep uh, in his kennel, they're less likely to potty in their kennel. Now, if they can, now this also goes for a puppy getting a new puppy. If they can potty in the back end and then sleep in the front end or vice versa, a lot of them will do that. So you just want to give the dog enough com- where he stand, comfortably stands up, turn around, and lays down. Not stretch out, lay down, just curl lay down because remember when dogs fall fall sound asleep they curl okay when they stretch out they're dozing they're sleeping but they're dozing not that hard crash zen sleep that's when they curl okay and the exception sometimes to that is younger dogs like under six months they they don't curl yet you know they will kind of sack out because they're just they're growing so much they get so tired that they will literally crash and just stretch out but once a dog gets to be six months better then you notice that they're going to curl when they're going to go sound asleep or go under a table or go under behind a couch or they're back against the couch or a bed or something solid because it's nature's way of saying, you know, uh, the cut, you know, to cover their back. And uh, so that's something Mike cannot, no predator can get them and why they curl and we talked about this before, is that to protect their in their organs. Their, uh, whereas uh, if the predator gets them, it's going to get them on the back of the neck or the back, but not get their vital organs. So anyway, so back to if your dog is pooping in the kennel, then you got to look at what you're feeding, how much you're feeding. And a lot of times, too many treats or the wrong treats are a big culprit here that makes the dog potty where you just can't hold it because it's kind of sliding through. And then also I would reiterate teaching the word potty, tra- you know, potty. 
Well, you take them outside on a leash, like 15 foot, 20 foot. Go to your potty spot, stand still. Say, go potty, go potty, go potty, get busy, get busy. And then when the dog does go, just stand still, don't move around. All right. And then when the dog potty does potty, whether it's piddle or doo-doo, potty is potty, just say good potty. Very nice. Now, this is the next thing, especially if you got your potty trained in a new pup or a new rescue dog, then maximum time is two minutes. If they don't get their business done, let's say they just, let's say it's first thing in the morning and they did the piddle, but you know, there's a doo-doo. There's always a doo-doo first thing in the morning, doo-doo and a piddle. So let's say they did the piddle after in two minutes. Okay. Then you bring them back in, wait a minute or two, take them back outside to the potty spot, stand still, go potty, go potty, go potty. And when they do go and if they don't do the doo-doo yet, okay, now that's the second time out, bring them back in, put them in their kennel, feed them. Okay, wait 10, 15 minutes after they get done eating. Take them back outside to go potty. Go potty, go potty. 10 to 1, bingo, there's going to be the doo-doo, all right? And so what you're going to do is, uh, if you want to, write out a piece of paper every day, put a new one up, and say like uh, 6 a.m. out piddled, 6.05 out piddled again. Okay, 6 now came in, fed, 6.30 out, doo-doo. All right, so you can kind of, everybody in the household can see how the dog is processing its food and waters. And, and treats are a huge cause of obesity in dogs and cats. And so that's why, what, have you ever read the later, the, the, uh, the labels on most treats? It's like high fructose corn syrup, red dye number 40, yellow dye. And so, uh, lots of sugar, wheat, corn, uh, just crap. The, the only, uh, uh, treats that you want to do is ones that are like freeze dried treats. Now, Nutrisource has great, their jerkies are are fantastic jerky treats and then their freeze-dried treats from pure vita are awesome and that's the only you look at the ingredients turkey look in the ingredients beef you know that's it there is nothing in there no additives no coloring no nothing but also too you got to pay attention when you use treats what you should do take a uh, like a little bowl a little bowl put some treats in there for the day and that's your ration for the day and how are you going to ration those out because I find a lot of the obese dogs are uh, milk bone here, a big rawhide chew there, a big pig ear there. And they they got all this stuff around them. And it's just calories, calories, calories. Not to say a lot of that stuff is, is preserved with formaldehyde. Uh, that they, they, they can stand the test of a, a time capsule. And so that's why what you got to do is read the labels. Just because they make it for your dog doesn't make it so. And now what I love about Nutrisource jerky treats is because they're 95%, you know, you know, beef, obviously, or whatever, you know, whichever ones you buy. But the bigger thing is, is that they're pliable. Most of jerky treats that I see out there are like shards. I mean, you cannot chew it. I remember uh, oh, a couple months ago, I bought several different kinds of jerky treats. I put them in hot water and I waited like for an hour. They were no different. There was like plastic. And then I waited two hours, five hours overnight. They didn't even soften up. So how can that be good for your dogs? So there again, you know, Check out if you can't if water doesn't make something get softer, how the heck can your dog digest it and break it down? So think about it a little bit, because there's a lot of stuff out there that aren't good. Read the labels. Less is more. There's hardly anything on. Well, we're reading the labels for us on what what we're, we're not doing high fructose corn syrup and uh breads and such things like that. And so the whole thing is read the labels because that's so important. Okay? All right. So get to, uh get please once again open lines, give a holler 651-641-1071. Where are we, Carly? 
It's time for Would You Rather. Oh, you want, oh, you want another Would You Rather? Or uh, trivia, whatever I you got trivia. for me. Okay, let's do one trivia. Okay. Well, we'll do a couple, but we'll, we'll alternate. Okay. Okay, in which year was the first Super Bowl? We're going to do a football question since the Vikings won. <laughs> We're going to do a football question. So, in which year was the first Super Bowl? Once again, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon. Once again, we got open lines. I don't know where everybody is. Everybody, maybe they're still, they're trying to gear up, get ready for work tomorrow, they're right? They're partying because the Vikings won. Yeah, that's probably true there. I'll get you. I would be. Probably. Yeah, I had last Sunday off. And of course, you know, the Vikings. Uh, and so uh, it was, uh, yeah. I, it, oh, well. I wish it was this Sunday because there's more things going on this Sunday for the Vikings than last Sunday. Yeah. And then we won, too. So. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I was sad we'll not make to be it here work. last week. So it is what it is. I know. Okay. Both of us were, you know, willing to come in, too. Yeah. So it's not like... Yeah, we won't go oh, down that well. road. Okay, well, we in could. Which, <laughs> no, no. In which year was the first Super Bowl? Do you have any ideas? So we had, a, we had yeah. a caller, and yeah. she said yeah. it was 1965. Correct. No, it wasn't. It was 1967. So, the reason she said that is because it's Super Bowl, what is it? Super Bowl 64. I don't know. What four, I don't know. What, don't whatever know what number, number we're on. Two. She said that that would make sense mm-hmm. if we, like, subtracted it from this uh-huh. year. Yeah, was, well, here in the trivia well, books, let this, you know, I don't know. Take it up with the up. trivia gods. Yeah, there you go, the trivia book. It says 1967. For the first Super Bowl is what it is. So, maybe I they didn't count number. those first two. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> well, maybe they were testing. It, it was like a test group, you know? <laughs> like you we go. got to test the first one and, oh, okay, go. it kind of worked. Let's see how it works the second year in a row. There you go. Okay, yeah, now people are catching on. And so now the third year, it's go. like, woohoo. There you go. It's a thing. It could be. It could be. <laughs> see, I saw the movie uh, Beautiful Neighborhood. Beautiful thing. Beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful neighborhood or whatever. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, neighborhood or something. Or Tom Hanks. A great day. Yeah, yes, it's very slow moving, but you know, it was really good. And I, we discussed it before we went out air. Is that I wasn't, um, I didn't grow up on uh, on him, uh, on that. I grew up on uh, Sesame Street. And well, really not even that because we didn't have a TV for a long time when I was a kid. <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, so I, but I have a very good movie. I suggest any of you guys, especially if you are a, you know, lover of, uh, you know, uh, the neighborhood that, and the way they shot the movie and did the movie is really good. And it's not about Fred, you know, Roy, Mr. Rogers, Roy Rogers, Mr. Rogers. What it is, is about a journalist and how Mr. Rogers entered his life and changed his life. And, and where uh, this journalist Lloyd was supposed to write a, um, 400, you know, word article on him about a hero he, because nobody else would talk to him because uh, a lot of the people didn't like what he wrote. And so Mr. Rogers was the only one who would talk to him. And, and then it turns out that this journalist Lloyd winds up writing a 10,000 word and it became a front page, the what the main are you spoiling the movie for no, everybody? No, 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 but it, but no, it's not because I'm not the intricacies that okay. are in it. No, I'm just giving you the premise of it and how and you got to go see it. How what Mr. Roger does, yeah, you know, to and he's I know a lot of people that have changed his Do life. Do you know that those puppets that he used in that movie are the original yes. puppets? Yep, are, that's amazing. And he addresses that in this movie, yeah, he addresses it in the movie, and it, the what how he addresses it is very interesting. It's so, so cool, yeah. Nope, it's very cool. So he dresses it in the movie. So I would definitely say, you know, it's to me, it's not. 
It's not like seeing Avatar in the theater. <laughs> it's okay. not an action movie. Right. It, and so that's why, you know, this is when it comes out on DVD, it's something fine to go see. Yeah. That. Or okay. on demand if you're not willing to right. pay. You know, right. it's all good. It's, yeah. but it's, and so, but it is a very, very good movie. It's I know a lighthearted movie. Yeah. And I know Tom Hanks is a poor nomination. Uh, as he should be. That yeah. was a phenomenal performance. Yes, it was. It really was good. And he yeah. did, honestly, Pete looked a lot like him. He had his yeah. mannerisms and yeah. everything down really good. Yeah, and how they did his eyes in in his yeah in his face yeah, yeah just very, the makeup I, was, I mean it was very good it yeah. was a great and, um uh, the first time I when I go to movies I go to the White Bear Theater yeah uh, up there as imagine and here it's so funny one of the ads come out I I I was with my friend Debbie I said you know what that's Jason Matheson's. He's doing an ad. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden it comes in. Here's Jason and sitting there. <laughs> you know, it is so funny. It's like, oh, goodness. You're like, gracious. I know him. Uh, yes. And anyways, and I like him a lot. Yeah, he's, he's a cool dude. He's a good kid. He's, I don't know how he can be running everything that he's doing between TV, radio, his uh, biscuits place. Yeah, you know, yeah. And then uh, uh, Fairy Godfathers. And he's just, you know, he's all over the place. Hope he doesn't burn himself he out. He has no time <laughs> to sleep. Yeah, well, he better not burn himself out. We need him. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, yeah, so they, that was interesting. But I, the first time I'd been in the White Bear Theater since they remodeled it, they turned it into the cushy, cushy chairs, you know, where with you, the recliners. recliners. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's nine chairs to a row and ten rows, and so that's ninety chairs. Yeah, that's not bad though. Yeah. And so, but as soon as I did it, I'm like, okay, now what? How do I work this? The gal next to me goes, okay, you press this button, press the it, little button by yes. the side. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Also. The adult beverages that you can now bring into the theater. Oh, yeah, you can, but, you know, no, I didn't, you know, I can't eat popcorn because of my dentures and that. Yeah. I got it, just drove me nuts. No, that's it. why you drink it. You yeah. drink your treat. Yes, there you go. But yeah. No, then it's like, then now I'm tired and I want to sleep in the chair instead of watch the movie. I'm not, I'm going to call, yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw my dad under the bus. So we, we saw Frozen 2. Okay. My dad took a nap twice during the movie. <laughs> Would he have a cocktail? Well, he did, but he, it's not like he had chugged it. Mm-hmm. But um, it was. But it makes you, the room's dark. You had cocktail. The next natural thing is a nap. Yeah, I was sitting right next to him. I kept on hitting him. I'm like, Dad, you're missing the movie. <laughs> Stop snoring, man. Yeah, there you go. You know. Yeah, it's craziness, isn't it? Oh, well. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. And if you got a question, give a holler. You got a cat question, dog question, call us. 651 641 1071. Okay. Who's up? We're going to talk to Sharon Lee. And she has a question about her dogs who, who had, or her dog that has a. Problem with its back, da- back, back end. end. Back, uh, end. back end. Back yeah. end problem. All right. Let's yes, but, yes, but first, okay. thank you for all you do. Oh. You really help people, and I really appreciate it. Jason's oh. not the only person around that should be congratulated. Well, that's very <laughs> very kind of you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So what can so I, I have, do for you? Well, I have a Sheltie, and um, he's about 13, maybe a little older, and he has, um, he has a, he's always had a heart murmur, but now it's a problem, so he's on, uh, he's on pills for that, uh, and plus um, a diuretic. Okay. So, um, so he pees all the time, but his back end has suddenly, in the last three months, caved out, and so he, he ha- it's hard for, when he's up, he can walk around fine, but he kind of falls down. He can't climb upstairs anymore. Okay. Um, and they did an X, uh, uh, an ultrasound or something, and he has some back and hip um, arthritis. All right. And the normal stuff that I forget what it is, the glucosamate or what, doesn't work. Is there anything you can suggest? Okay. First, I got a question for you. Is your dog overweight? No. 
Very good. I'm a groomer, and I would never have it. Oh, good, good. I'm so proud of you. Uh, another thing I would I would suggest first is a chiropractic adjustment is what I would do. Older dogs, especially smaller dogs, all the times of jumping in and out of cars, out and off beds and couches and such like that, over time can cause a lot of, you know, a little pitching here and there, okay? So I would strongly suggest a chiropractic adjustment and, you know, analysis through that way because you, you took the, uh, you did an ultrasound, you said? Yeah. Yeah. And so that will help her uh, or him uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, it, but that that's what I would do. I would do the, every older dog or every dog in my book, every dog should go for an adjustment every six months. Every six well, months. Well, how do I find a good one? Well, where are, where, what area do you live in? I'm in Excelsior in um uh, near Tanhassen. Yeah, okay. So uh, down that way in Adina is called Perpetual Motion. Dr. Rebecca, Dr. Rebecca, Perpetual Motion, awesome gal on that. She can help you out with that. Also, and what's her name again? Doctor. Dr. Rebecca. Rebecca. Dr. Rebecca. And perpetual Motion is what it is. Okay. All right. And then, and if you forget, you can go to my website, my KDK9 website, and I've got it under services. But, uh, okay. okay, so then, or under the radio show, too, I got it underneath there. Okay, and also, too, there, with the harm, there's just so many natural stuff. I, I babysat. I uh, I have a Bashan or a Cavachon Bashan. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, not me. Uh, my girlfriend has a Cavachon. You know Bashan King Charles Cross. Okay. Yeah. He went into major heart problems. Uh, he's 11 years old. And anyway, so she, now uh, Dr. Jess Levy got him on some really good supplements, and he just went in um, two months ago. And they can't believe it that the murmurs gotten a hundred percent, or not a hundred percent, but so, so much better with these uh, natural things that he's on. He's, I mean, when I take care of him, I mean, there is what two, four, six, eight, probably ten supplements that he's on, and each one is for a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and so. But the whole thing is, is that even the vet was like the regular standard vet, conventional vet was, uh, and the cardiologist at the U was impressed that that okay, the what's heart. What's that person's name? I could go to. Uh, her name is Dr. Jessica Levy. L-E-V-Y. L-E-V-Y. Um, Where and you, is she? She's uh, in Andover. Uh, she Just go to uh, holistic-vet-care.com. Wait, holistic- Dash. No, holistic-dash. Uh, wait a minute. Holistic-vet-care.com. Okay, yeah, and she can help you with some good remedies from standard processes, such like that, to help the overall... It okay. drives me crazy because I don't go to doctors unless something is, okay. you know. Okay, well, hold on. Broken. we got we to run to break, so hold on. We'll come back, okay? Okay. Okay, would you rather always feel that someone is following you but no one really is or actually have someone completely harmless following you? 